Hello, it is Brayden. I feel it has been a very long time since I've talked to you before an episode starts, but I wanted to let you know, this is a thing that we did as of t the time I am recording this message. We have an email for what are we even doing if you wanted to send us fan mail or anything like that, we can, we can do that now. Um, it is all lowercase, because we want to make it easy and shareable. Wowheads at gmail.com. W-A-W heads at gmail.com. Send us complaints. Uh, probably don't do that one, actually. Don't send us complaints, because uh, we're not going to read them. Uh, send us fan mail, questions, whatever the hell you want to send us at... Uh, the email, wowheads at gmail.com, w-a-w-heads at gmail.com, uh, on now on with the episode. Just like my life with a PC that is silent, we're back! Boom, bitches! With another episode of What Are We Even Doing? I thought about doing a back into the left one, but I'm pretty sure that's already been done before. I think you did. I think you did. You think I did? I'm pretty sure that you did it. Okay. I, I'm, I don't do a lot of Kennedy jokes. They're funny, it's just not my thing. <laughs> But That's because, such a weird thing to be not your thing. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but because the PC is quiet and this is now an ASMR podcast, I just want to say. Oh no, that's going to trigger so many people. I, I had truly contemplated bringing some like pretzels in here or something and just nonchalantly eating them for like six straight minutes. Hi, I'm Owen Wilson. Welcome to my ASMR parlor. Wow, you got a lot of knots on your back. Do you need a massage? Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> so, all right. So that, for, That's a joke I did with my friends before. That's why I came up with I didn't just come up with that on the spot. Oh, you that know what's weird is weird I didn't know what ASMR was until it got brought up on this podcast. Yeah. I didn't know what sounding was until it got brought up on this podcast. No, and, either. And one of these things negatively influenced my life, and the other one was ASMR. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did. I did um, ASMR has negatively influenced my life. Yeah, I, I can't stand it. So I, I, I've never heard. I, I like. I, I now know what it is. Like I understand there's the concept. Very small th things, and I think that, that there's that a, a few like commercials that I've heard that like utilize yeah. it, where like the the ruffling of a bag of chips. Or something yeah. like that on a very intense sound level. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just um, turn the treble all the way up. Anyway. Folks, we should probably introduce ourselves here. That's true. We haven't said our names. How uh, long do you think is the longest that we've gone without without saying our names ooh, in on this show? I don't know. We need we need more of a fanatical fan base that can like do the research and figure that out for us. We don't have that yet. We will. We yeah. will. Someday Just, we will. Someday we, we will have fans. I'll have to put up a fence. It'll be great. 
You hear that? Uh, Dan, Google it. I don't know if we have a Dan in our in our fan base, but if, yeah, if you if you are a Dan and you're a fan, then you're Dan the fan. No, 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 Dan fan. Uh, but we are over two and a half minutes in, so I would just like to say, this is your host, Christian Rose, a.k.a. Tom, the last survivor of the Oklahoma City bombing, being joined, as always, by... Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Braden, otherwise known as Damien Deschain, otherwise known as the 37th survivor... <laughs> From the Oklahoma City bombing. Oh, shit. Uh, folks, if you listen to these shows in is it, order... Is it in bad taste to make jokes like that? The Oklahoma City bombing? Yeah. Nah, I was fine. <laughs> okay, okay. Com- comedy is tragedy plus time. <laughs> yeah, got it. That's just yeah. <laughs> been 26 years now? Nah. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> I love it. Nah, it's fine. Oh, that... That's one of those things that, like... You know how like people have their uh, their photos saved for like reactions. Mm-hmm. That's the that's an audio one. I think just nah, it's fine. An audio reaction, a, a reaction MP3. Yes. Yeah. Somebody sends you a message. It's just something horrific. Just, nah, it's fine. Oh god. In regards to the Oklahoma City bombing. God damn it. Honestly, um, a gif of you saying. Nah, it's fine. Nah, the, exactly it's fine. the way you said it the first time. <laughs> that would be the reaction gift, dude. The ultimate, ultimate. Uh, so what I've been trying to say here for the past few seconds. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. If you're a fan of the show and you listen to the last episode, you know something that's about to happen. Oh. If you're a long-term oh. fan of the show, you know that we try to format these episodes, albeit quite loosely, Around the overall concept of a wrestling card. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You can't, you can't get into the wrestling until you've opened that opened that can. You've rang that bell. Yeah. Now. Uh, so we are about to try to ring the opening bell, open these cans, but we're going to do it in the fashion that the other one opens them. Okay. Because this wasn't even brought to my attention until the last episode. Now... You coach me on how you do this first. Grasp the can. I have grasped the can. Thumb in the middle bit on that tab. Okay. And then the other finger, first finger, to Okay. To okay. pop. Now, n- now that you have done that, I will coach you. Okay. Don't grasp the can. Thumb here, index finger there, and away you go. That's it? Yeah. I can't even get... I now, have to albeit, use all fingernail. Albeit, guys, this this bell may be a little out of sync here, because we're, we're going to try to make this happen, all right? And on three, two, one... <laughs> oh, he's broken his hand. Oh, my God. How do you just... Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, no. Oh God! You gotta, you gotta commit further. This is nope. Just go down. Don't no. Just get the meat of your finger under the tab. Pull, bitch. <laughs> that was so arduous. That seemed like it was not enjoyable for you. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Mm. 
That is now the worst opening bell of all time. Well, we kind of preface this by saying this may go poorly. Yeah, well, I'm saying it did. It did, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you know what? We don't have to take any fall for it because we put a disclaimer out. We also still, 77 episodes in, yeah. don't have a punishment for the opening bell. No, we don't. We've and besides ne- that, there's never... no punishment. What, what could it be? It's not like we're showing dead bodies with souls in them. On corn cob TV, <laughs> it's we're just shooting funerals and showing you the ones where the naked dead bodies fly out. I don't want to tell you, bud. It's just dead bodies coming through shit wood hitting pavement. <laughs> I've been waiting for a long time for a hit on corn cob. God, we got to get Zao on corn cob TV. Um, yeah, that's the real TV deal. You, you said you had a couple of things you want to talk about on this episode. Yes. Thank you for reminding me, because I've forgotten. I saw this thing on Twitter, and I screenshotted it. Okay. Because I thought it was an interesting question that we could ask each other. Let's ponder. If you had a choice to swap two WWE wrestlers from heel to face or vice versa, who would it be? So I'm thinking... Is this in the current time or at any point? In the current time. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I'm, I was guessing in the current time. Okay. Um, I'm thinking you have a heel and a face, and they, they swap. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So you swap one from heel to face, the other from face to heel. Sure, sure. That okay. sort of thing. Okay. I just thought it'd be an interesting thing to discuss. Yeah, no, by all means. Go ahead. You first. Um, I had I was thinking about this earlier today, because I was like, oh, my God, I, rem- I want to remember to do this on the podcast. And I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> um, I think I have mine. Okay. I'm going to switch Sami Zayn to being a babyface. That was my answer. Thank you for reminding me that was my answer. Sorry. Okay. That was my answer for that thing. Because we know he can do good babyface. He's phenomenal as this heel character that he's been doing for a bit. Yeah. I would like to see... But here's the thing. Because I know he's good enough to do this... Keep the character the same. Give me babyface conspiracy nut. Give me basically everyone's aunt and uncle at a fucking family reunion at this okay, point. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> going from... Oh, wait, did I say... he? He's going from heel to face? Yeah. Shit. So someone... I had another one, but it would be mean. heel to face as well. God mm, damn it. I'd be interested to hear that too. But. Baron Corbin. Yeah? I don't know how you'd do it. Give me babyface Baron Corbin. Okay. I thought they were going to do it when he was sad Corbin or whatever, like destitute Corbin. Get the I thought we were going to make him like a lovable bum. Yeah. <laughs> fighting people for trash. Like, um, okay, so now I have to pick a babyface to turn heel. And that's where I got stuck. <laughs> I want to say safe options, but, but I don't want to go but that the, way. The thing is that, like, do I want to see this in the reality where it's like going to get fucked up immediately by the WWE machine and their completely creative, bankrupt, horseshit employees? Theoretically, or do I no. want a fantasy book? Okay. <laughs> Theoretically, this is Finn a fantasy Balor. Book. Ooh, give me heel Balor on the main roster. Ooh, yeah. We've never he had, had that it. really good bit in NXT right he before did. they fucked up NXT. Correct. God, that was so they good. Were also he had that te- baller match with Kyle O'Reilly. Uh-huh. Where they 
beat shoot, the shit out of each other. Shoot, killed each other. Uh, they were also teasing that we were going to get Walter versus Finn Balor. And then the pandemic happened, and we didn't get it. God damn. And that we still have haven't awesome. gotten it. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm sorry. So, what are your two answers here? The, I got stuck on the babyface one. I haven't been able to, like, think. Because there's some safe options you can go with. You can go with Orton as a heel. Like, because that always works. Oh, going from right? face to heel? What about Riddle? That's one that I was thinking of, too. Because I think it would be more interesting it if could Riddle be, yeah. turned on Orton. Depending on what route they went, I think that could be very good. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Kevin Owens is at this point, so I don't want to say him. I think he's him. still technically a heel. Sure. I almost think he's that rare thing in the WWE where it's just, you're just Kevin Owens. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> so, babyface is turning heel. Um, I'm not going to say I would want this, but you know what would be an interesting one? I said it'd be interesting. Bianca Belair. That was what I was thinking of, too. Now, granted, I don't think that's a good idea, but I think that it, it could, creatively it could speaking, be it could be phenomenal. Point. Yeah. Well, but, if her whole thing is, I'm the strongest, fastest, you know, whatever the fuckest. <laughs> and I know she was a heel at certain points in NXT. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Who else? Um. Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Because I've seen heel Drew before, and it was whatever, but that was before he was like a top guy. Yeah, maybe so. they would do something interesting now. Maybe, could, won't. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's sad. I struggle to think of how many or who is even on the roster, which Same. is awful to say. <laughs> Sheamus, he's a heel right now, right? Because mm-hmm. he's with the other European folks. Because they all stick together. Yeah, but do you want a babyface Sheamus? Not really. Exactly. <laughs> um, I think uh, Riddle and Sami Zayn are probably my two like yeah. number one answers on that. Okay, so do you have anything to bring up at some point? Um, no. Okay, well then I, I have another this. thing to... I have another... You don't have any notes? I do, but I have a thing about the notes. Okay, well, I have another thing to bring up. Let me t- let me take a drink here. Hold yes, on. please. That was probably ASMR. Please. <laughs> oh. Please. Tune anyway. in next week for Tom Eats Pretzels. <laughs> no. Alright, so. Um, I have my next pick. For the next set of recordings okay. already, and I'm going to bring it up now because I think it's an interesting. Can't bring it. I don't want to bring it up after the show. Sure. I don't know. I feel. Plus, like... this way we're maybe more held to it. Yes. Okay. Go on. So I was listening to an old episode. Yes. Of the podcast, and I screen recorded my phone as I was listening to it because I wanted to bring it up here. So that I can tell you what my next pick is going to be. All right. Paul Heyman's like, you want Brock Lesnar? You got it. Oh, no, I fell into your trap. What a fucking idiot. I love Paul Heyman, but that makes him sound like a fucking idiot. Also, it's a thing where it's like, if you manage Brock Lesnar and he is the end-all, be-all, why do you care who he fights at SummerSlam? Also, Brock wins that match. (laughs) 
it's also not good. These two have no chemistry with each other. I, really, what are, it's what are, bad. I watched it as it happened live. I've never gone back to it. SummerSlam 2012, you say? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I might have to post a little thing on the fuckboard. Oh, no. SummerSlam 2012. So, wait, hang on. That's about Triple H and Brock? Yeah. Oh, Braden, it's so bad. 20, yeah. 2012. Summer it has Slam stuck with me for 10 years how bad that match was. <laughs> I don't remember anything else off that show. I don't know of anything else on that show. Oh, SummerSlam 2012. Fuck. All right, yeah. Uh, we might Summer bring Slam the 2012. heat. We're yeah. bringing the heat. Oh, my God. I don't even remember people talking about that one. Jesus Christ. Yeah, all right. Yeah, this we'll, was do, we'll during do that. the we'll Raw 1000 episode. Okay. So it was in 2012 during that build. Right, right, right. Okay. No. I'm. Yeah, we can do that. That sounds great. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so now that we have the possibly next or next next, depending on what order we watch these, sure. um, episode planned. I love it. And plus, I don't think we've covered a lot from 2012. No, I, I, I don't think we have either, really. I don't know if that's a good or bad year. We've done a shit ton of 2011 and a, a shit, shit ton, ton of 2013. 2013. And then... Lot from the early uh, two thousand. I think we've done a couple of things. Um, yeah. Yeah, I have like one or two ideas for future episodes, but I haven't committed to any of them yet. I need mm-hmm. to do a little bit of research because yeah, some I, I go back and forth. Sometimes I want to pick stuff that I think is there's always three different routes for me. Something that I know is good, mm-hmm. just to enjoy the experience for once. Something that I know is bad. <laughs> To, Just to enjoy to... the experience for once. <laughs> Jesus. Something that I know is bad just to provoke good tirades. Yeah. And then the the middle ground is the shit where I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this myself, but it's important slash interesting. And sometimes, I don't remember this. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I do have another pick. Okay. So... Maybe in the future. The, the next next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My next pick, but not the next one after this one. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because we yeah. alternate picks. Correct. <laughs> anyway, um, I was talking to one of my friends mm-hmm. as we were making the music, and he asked me, what's the longest match in WWE? So I looked it up, and then I got the Bruno Sammartino thing that went 81 minutes into a <sighs> curfew draw or whatever. Right. But I was like, no, I want to be like more recent. So I looked up like a top ten, and um, number ten. Just I saw the match, and I was like, this happened, and I want to post this episode of SmackDown on the fuckboard. Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar, the Iron, Iron Man, Man match. match. You didn't know that happened? No, bro. If I recall correctly, that match absolutely rules. Well, I want to. F- Post this on there so that okay. we can watch this. Yeah, and it's just an episode of SmackDown. Sure, I don't. Think and at that a... point, it was a two-hour show. We haven't done an episode I don't think of SmackDown. We've done an episode of SmackDown at Ooh. all. Okay. Mm, okay. Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a can yes, of worms being yes, open right do. there. Yes, yes you, you do. do. <laughs> yes, Sometimes you, you do. go with the default easy pick and you do the first ever SmackDown. Yes, you do. So I'm not picking that yet, though. <laughs> so um, I have a question. Just to it. engage more conversation. Absolutely. I feel like we don't want to make the too short of an undertone. No. You know what I'm saying? 
We can ramble for a little, a little bit. bit. Yes, yeah. we do. Yes, we do. But it brings you to... Do you have a new favorite I think you should leave sketch and or not? Man, the... Because for a while it was the hot dog car. Hot dog car for... There's just something about mm-hmm. it that is so just... It's... The whole show is weird. Oh, yeah. Which, by design, and i that's a huge part of the charm, right? I love it. There's something about that hot dog car sketch... <laughs> But like, okay, that one is up there for me. The um, there's too much fucking shit on me. Yeah, that's also like, I I know I've talked about it on here before, but like those guaranteed comedy things mm-hmm. that every person has. If it's something that is funny to me when I watch it, but the more I think about <laughs> it, it it gets either funnier or more confusing. Yeah. Like, sometimes I think being confused is just funny. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, sometimes I think I like the sensation of being confused. Yeah. That maybe I'm intentionally making myself stupid because <laughs> I think that being confused is funny. Yeah. Um. The more I think about that, there's too much fucking shit on me, sketch. Like, it, it's the thing where I'm like, wait, you, you thought this was going to be a funny thing on a TV show? You you thought that dressing up as, a, as an old man and just... Flipping people's food trays over in the mall was going to be engaging television. What? Um. Yeah. Like. I'm, I'm big on the fucking car one. What the fuck's the matter with you? Oh, you don't right. know how to drive? No, I don't know, I don't know how to know drive. That. I don't know what any of this shit is. And I'm fucking scared. Like that one's just. How do you get in that situation? Right, but that that goes like, back to what I'm saying. Where the the more you think yeah. about it, the more it's like, wait, huh? Yeah. Just move your car. I can't, <laughs> dude. I'll tell you what was fucked up was not. I don't. It couldn't have been today. There's no way. But I had the. I was thinking about that sketch recently because somebody I think in the group chat referenced it or something. I don't know. Yeah. But for some reason, I was like, man, it's dark. But I think someone just screaming, "I can't," is very funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, especially for something that simple. Yeah, move your car to a person who is sitting in the car in the driver's seat. <laughs> I can't. Just touch the wheel, okay? <laughs> oh, oh, really? That hurt? Yeah, actually, it does. <laughs> like it's such a weird. Like if it was, if it, there was like an over, like like you toned down the saturation on it. Uh huh. And you had the sound of rain and a piano. That right. would be a depressing oh, sketch, dude. Big time. <laughs> uh, you know what I think is maybe one of the most well-written ones? What? Is the tables. Okay. Because it's so stupid and weird. And then it makes perfect sense. <laughs> and then the more you think about it, it's so stupid and weird. Yeah. The okay. teacher knows the video. He says, I've seen this a hundred times. So he could easily answer all of their questions. <laughs> yeah. When the students are like, well, wait, what's her job or whatever? And he just goes, tables! The end of the video explains what her job is. Yeah. So why is he not telling them? <laughs> why not even just say, hey, just wait till the end of the video. It makes sense. So the teacher is a fucking psychopath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love, by the way, that we're talking about this sketch comedy show in such detail, and there's people listening to this podcast that have never seen I Think You Should Leave. Yeah. Well, if And they, you... ha- they have to be deeply confused by this point. Yeah. I'm th- I don't know. I feel like me laughing at the 
the joke. My still, if you've hey. never seen any of the sketches, the shit that I just said <laughs> is fucking gibberish. I, I think it's funny. <laughs> anyway, um, that just reminds me of my favorite single joke from the whole show mm. is still. Um, look, man, we know our song's good. Yeah, um, but we were a little bit more interested in what the stuff that Billy was singing. Billy as in me or Billy as in him? Your name's Billy? No, that's why I'm so fucking confused. Which, yeah. I don't know. It, that's like, still, I was talking about well-written shit earlier. That's the best written joke. Oh, yeah. In the show. Period. Mm-hmm. Which is really saying something. Also, fuck you, Saturday Night Live. You had Tim Robinson for like three seasons and didn't see anything in and cut him. Well, that's good for us, though. That whole first season is supposedly sketches that he pitched at SNL and they said no. Yeah. And I'm like, that that's one of the funniest things I've seen in the past ten years. Maybe and more. And quotability, dude. All of Just them. so many quotes. There's only a couple of sketches that I don't like. And, yes, even, and even those ones have, like, maybe something in them that I think is funny. Yeah. And maybe I, even a line. Like, sure. I quote I, I quote it all the time. Yes, you do is one yeah. that I use constantly. We use it on this show. Yeah. Uh, the Scrooge sketch is my least favorite. Yeah. But even that has, oh, crap, damn it, this sucks. Like, <laughs> I think that people who swear badly are funny. <laughs> like... Is that <laughs> I swear badly because I say shit like idiot. Right, but I like god damn it, I had one uh, a day or two ago where it was it was something just like Ah oh, shit damn where it's like <laughs> Yeah yeah you that yeah. doesn't go. That you know? doesn't go. That doesn't go. No it does No you don't. Uh so this show's about wrestling and not I think you should leave seasons one and two available on Netflix while Netflix is still a thing before it collapses on itself and goes bankrupt. Wait, what? Oh, shit. Have you not heard about this? No. Netflix is in, like, bad shape right now. Like, their shares and stocks and everything have plummeted. Woof. Yeah. It's 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 their own fucking fault. Mm-hmm. Like, the company has ran poorly. And okay. now it's finally starting to catch up with them. Dude, you and I are both fuck-ups because we didn't try to option a show to Netflix like three years ago when they were just buying anything. Mm. Like, if either of us had gotten in contact somehow, some way with the people at Netflix and been like, hey, we want to have you guys finance a TV show about independent professional wrestling, they would have probably said, yeah, we'll, we'll give you $2 million. Jesus. Like, they used to just option anything. They would just purchase anything. And now they've raised their prices, and now they're locking down on, like, password sharing, and all this other, like, crazy shit's coming out, and, like, yeah, they're losing subscribers. They, they lost, like, a quarter of a million subscribers already this year. It is May. Jesus. <laughs> Any hoot. That's crazy. It is. Have you watched any wrestling lately? I have watched, um, no, I don't think so. Um, oh, you know what? I rewatched um, Big Show and Brock Lesnar stretcher match, and it's awesome. We covered that on the show, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, that's, that match fucking rules. It really fucking does. Um, I've watched a good amount of AEW recently. Good! Good <laughs> amount of AEW recently. Catching up with some shit. Um, yeah. I, I think they're in a hot streak right now. Okay. A lot of good stuff happening. Um been watching a lot of dark i know i've talked about it on this podcast before but goddamn i'm really starting to like just watching AEW dark just good easy solid matches most of them are short love that um let's see a couple nights ago i stayed up and i watched uh some new japan on the roku channel uh i watched some of the ring of honor dvds that i have recently acquired instead of connor hopkins yes um, yeah yeah, um, yeah. I haven't gotten to it yet, but the show that I was on last night did feature this match. I, I think I sent a clip or two to you and the rest of the guys. That was Claudio Castagnoli, aka Cesaro, versus Naimichi Mar Fuji. And I'm watching this DVD, and I was like, "Okay, cool, next match." And I see that graphic come up, and I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> because I didn't remember this happening. Okay, it's awesome. It's so good. Like, I love Marufuji. I think he's, like, one of those immensely successful, yet still somehow under-the-radar guys from Japan. Okay. And Cesaro. I mean, yeah. what do you say? God like, damn. It, it was fucking fantastic. The main event of this uh, show, which takes place here in the States, is Kenta versus, versus Masawa. Mm. When we okay. get done recording, I may watch that match, because I've never seen it, and I'm very excited to. Okay. I know that they had several, but I've never seen this specific one from New York, of all places. Um, yeah, this is pretty much all I've really been watching lately. Um, I'm addicted to this show called Tiny Houses that's on the Roku <laughs> channel. That was just so far out of left field. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't like how much I like it. I really don't. Like Why? Why? Because it's trash television. <laughs> it really is. It's it's reality ho- show horse shit. And I, I bitch at people who get sucked in. Meg loves watching Ghost Adventures. Even episodes that it. she's already seen. And I'm always kind of like, oh, good. But then she'll walk it. in and I'm like, no, don't pick that tiny house. Pick the other one, you ponce. <laughs> like, <sighs> there's just something about it that I find. It, also, it's a thing where... <laughs> So most of the time, the crux of the show is that it's a couple that's looking for a tiny house. Yeah. So you have to go back and forth with your significant other. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. This is something engaging in the in the show, right? Most of the time, when I look at these tiny houses, depending on, with with some exceptions, I'm like, if this was a single dude in his early twenties to mid twenties, he would just pick any one of these and it would be fine. <laughs> like, there's so many of them. Where I was like, if I was 25. I'd live there now. Dude, I, that's so funny. That's so funny because when I see stuff like that, I'm usually like, yeah, I could probably live there. Any episode of that show, if I if I pull up any episode of that show, I guarantee that two of the three, because every episode is the same format. Yeah. Hey, we're looking for a tiny house in this place. Hey, we're going to show you three of them. At the end of the episode, you pick one, right? Yeah, yeah. Any episode of this show, no matter what location, I guarantee you two out of the three, you would be like, oh, fuck yeah, I could live in that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. some of them, I'm like, 
some of the complaints that the people have are what infuriate me, and that's what keeps me watching. It's like that rage watch thing, because they will literally say something like, "Yeah, we really want a tiny house, but I gotta have a full size kitchen." And I'm like, "No, no, you <laughs> you don't get that. What? You can't. One of the most you common, fundamentally can't. one of the most common fucking complaints on that show is, yeah, we wanted to see a tiny house, but this is really small. I'm like, <laughs> you fucking dipshits." We wanted a tiny mansion, Michael. Dude, I had to, comparatively, I had to look up this house on uh, Zillow. Meg had to tell me that, like, it's still on Zillow. Even Like, I didn't know how that works. Like, it's still listed even though it's sold. I don't know. Anyways, I had to look up this house to get a comparative point of view on some of these other ones on this show. So they don't count the basement because the ceiling's too, too low, right? So just the up part here, right? It's like 720 which is not a big house. Okay? Mm-hmm. 720 square livable feet. Most of the shows on, or houses on this tiny house show are 350 <laughs> or or less. 500 is like a big one on that show. And people will be like, "Well, this is pretty cramped." And I'm like, "Of course it is." <laughs> That's what you're trying to do. <laughs> like, I don't okay, I don't understand the point. Like, what is the purpose of a tiny house? Uh, some of it depends on the location, but, like, there's also, like, just the minimal minimalist lifestyle, which I can respect. You don't, okay. you know, whatever. Okay. It, it's a weird thing. Like, some of them are set in the Midwest. Some of them are in Hawaii. Like, the prices on some of these things, depending on, like, where they're located, is unbelievable. Just, un- like, a, a tiny house in Hawaii is still, like... $250,000 or just something insane. But you're in Hawaii. If I'm paying $250,000, I better get at least a thousand square feet, Michael. <laughs> I don't know why. Gigantic house. <laughs> um, not gigantic. It'd be fine. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just love that show. There's just something about it that is so engrossing to me. Wow. I don't know. I love it, Michael. I've been doing that recently. You do it, Bailey does it. It's starting to seep into my vernacular. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it, but yeah. I love the JBL impression yep. is migrating. I love and, it. And the more absurd it gets, I love it, Michael. Yeah. Like, that's not yeah. even JBL. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we are almost can beat you, for you, beat. Can you explain what is. Where, uh, where do you get that? <laughs> John Stewart on The Daily Show, quite frankly. He used okay. to do that a bit. Okay. Where, like, it would be not even, like, a good joke, right? It would be something like, and uh, George W. Bush said, eh, still going to invade Iraq. And it's like, well, that's not funny. That's just something that's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but that reminds me. We were almost beat for beat where we were last time when I tried to bring this up. But do you have more? Give me give one more second. Go. One more second. Go. I did tell you the other day in the group chat, which no one responded, um, I've been working on my British impressions. Did you hear the way I just said British? Yeah. British. I, I'm hoping this isn't one British of British impressions. Yes. No, God. Okay. Yeah. I've been working <laughs> on my British I've been working on my British impressions. Ew. I mean, like, specific Specific people, right? So I did. I was doing Simon Cowell mostly. Yes, because I think I've gotten that one. The just right. 
Douglas, you're never going to do this. No one in a million years is going to pay to hear you sing. You know, like, I was, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, pretty yeah. good on that one. Yeah, that was, that was solid. Yeah. That's also, most... Simon Cowell. Is yeah. he still on TV? I think so. Oh, shit. I don't know. I've, I've been watching, I love old American Idol fails. Is American Idol still on? They brought it back. I think it's it still on. It was gone? Yeah. Long enough to be brought back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Name three people from American Idol that had successful music careers. I couldn't. I can do two. I didn't watch it I, that thoroughly. Daughtry? I, I've never watched an episode of that show. I, I couldn't watch one episode of that show if I had four guns to my head. I only watched the compilations of the funny parts. Daughtry, Kelly Clarkson, and... I don't know. Also, I don't know if Daughtry came from American Idol. I just assume that he did. Butte, Montana was the other one. Butte, Montana. Yeah. <laughs> Butte, Montana, Daughtry, and Kelly Clarkson. The only three successful singers to come from American Idol. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I, once upon a time, uh, worked with a, a girl who... <laughs> this is so fucking weird to me. Her whole thing was Daughtry. So, like, she worked this fucking factory job and, like, scrimped and saved. And then would take, like, a month off to go on tour with Daughtry. <laughs> Which, whatever floats your boat, right? Like, I guess. But like, I love... I, okay. I, what the fuck even, man? Like, I, I a love... a huge Daughtry head. I love Ghost. Sure. I'm going to one concert. Right. Maybe two if I get lucky. Right. Right in a row. That's, that's it, brother. Not as dedicated as homegirl was to <laughs> like, I'm so, Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't. I, <laughs> it just sounds so stupid, even that sound. Also, I can't tell you one fucking song that Daughtry had, and I guarantee you there was like eight of them playing on the radio at any given moment at that time period. Same. It plays. I know it plays at work. I don't know what the song name is. <laughs> like I can tell you that Kelly Clarkson had that "Since You've Been Gone" song. It, you you've heard I, it. You just know. No, it, I know the song. It, yeah, I, just, just I didn't know that was her. <laughs> yeah, it's just some indescript pop song. I can't wait for everything that I've said to be wrong and for people to just be like <laughs> furious that I'm fucking up the lore of American Idol. The lore. Yeah. Oh my. The, the lineage of Daughtry. <laughs> You know what, one of my favorite, I, I can't remember where we found it, but mm. I was thinking, I was listening to our ECW, uh, last ECW episode. Right. Um, and I was like, I remember Dakota somehow finding somewhere who would be the lineal ECW champion based on Ezekiel Jackson's loss and then who lost after that. And like... They figured oh my God, who, if like, the belt had stuck around, who it would be. Okay, so like the next person to beat Ezekiel Jackson. Yeah. And then the next person to beat that person. Yeah. Oh, and okay, they, okay. They did, I, I can't remember. Oh, my was, God. That's, I can't even remember who some of the names were. Part of me wants to like, like give a round of applause to whoever figured that out, and the other part of me wants to be like, man, are you okay? Like, Yeah. I wish I could find that. I probably could at some point. I don't know. But, um... Um, Do you want to get us to what we're at to for today? Yeah, sure. This was sent to us 
via Connor Hopkins. Yep. Over the Snapchats because uh, Impact has started releasing full TNA episode or full TNA pay per views on YouTube. And he sent us the link to Bound for Glory 07. And we were trying to struggling to figure out what was going to be picked. And then we picked it. So we're doing another TNA show. <laughs> Bound Today. for Glory. They said in the opening video package that, or they, or someone, sometime on con- commentary that this was their biggest show of the year. Mm-hmm. I thought that would have been Slammiversary. Well, you'd think that, but you'd be wrong. So, a few things here. For the first time in the history of this show, my notes for this are on my phone. Okay. There will be no rustling of the paper. So now, why is that, though? Here's why. Because I started watching this pay-per-view in a hotel room a few days ago in Kansas City. Okay. Alongside um, Connor Hopkins and uh, Jay Fowler. After night one of the journey double shot, had Connor bring his laptop specifically for this. I was like, okay, we're going to fucking get hammered. We're going to watch this TNA thing. I'm going to take notes on it with my friends. This will be great. Got about a third of the way through. I was like, I have to go to bed or I will not live. So, didn't have a notebook with me. Got to put them on the phone. So, my first note, by the way, in regards to your thing of this is the biggest show, you know, this, that, and the other. First note just says, this is their mania. Oh, okay. Let's see what I recall. So this would have been just past my fandom, so to speak, of... Or, eh, I might have still been... Eh, I might have still been eh. a, a fan. But yeah, I, I love the video package at the beginning of this. I love the, the actual raw footage of it. They Big have such time. great shots, and like they overuse them, but like... You have to. Yeah. There's a great shot of Chris Daniels just like looking up and then looking straight into the camera that I loved. Yeah. Like this was so good. Really fun stuff. And then they say it's brought to you by Midway. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The opener. You know what my first note is, Tom? What is your first note? Oh good. Low key. Something similar. Uh you know what my second note is? Hmm. Oh good. Elix Skipper. <laughs> Three-fourths of this match are kind of awesome in their own way. Uh, And then there's Loki. (laughs) Uh, So, Ultimate X, but it's a tag match. So, the winning team that gets the X gets a tag title shot, correct? Yes. Okay. Triple X. Triple X. (laughs) Triple X. Comes out. It's Eli Skipper and uh, Loki. Whatever this music is, it's bad. It's so fucking I didn't notate it. I did. Um, and they are opposed by LAX, the team of Homicide and Hernandez. Awesome team. I fucking yeah. loved LAX. This this version specifically. I thought they were perfect partners for each other. Because Homicide is big as fuck. And hom- or I'm sorry, Hernandez is big as fuck. And Homicide is not. Yeah. I have a note that says Loki greater than Sinchi, but anything greater than Loki. Yeah, Loki stands like that kid in high school who somehow thinks he's a Super Saiyan still. Uh, that sounds like Loki. Yeah. Yes. No, I agree. He has that very weird, wide stance and does that. 
face and the arms, or whatever. Like, yeah, it's like, like you, you, you're not a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> like, exactly, dude. Um, I kind of dug this match though. There's yeah. so much wild shit in this. Big time. Uh, Don West at one point is having a fucking orgasm. Dude, I have a note in the middle of this. Just says Don West is unfucking hinged. Unhinged. Unfucking hinged. And he might be bigger than Russell Crowe. He's trying to be. <laughs> God damn it. <sighs> anyway, um, this match got to a point where I was like, take something, Hernandez. Take oh, a no. move. No. Take a no. move. No. Take an NZ. You know what this take match? A punch. You know what this match made me want though? What? Hernandez versus Loki one on one. Because there's so much in this match where Loki goes to do something and Hernandez just throws him. Yeah. Like repeatedly there's spots in this where it's like, Oh no, I'm gonna catch you and slam you. Oh I'm gonna catch you and powerbomb you. Oh, I'm just gonna grab you and throw you. Oh I'm just gonna run into you, you fucking weird looking little fuck. Like <laughs> Weird looking little fuck. Like I I I, I loved LAX. I'd never for me and people of my ilk, this may be controversial. Never was big into homicide. Okay. Never thought he was bad. I I didn't. I don't like killing people either. Sure. Uh, never thought he was <laughs> Sorry, bad. Sorry, never. Just a bad joke. Uh, I just never bought him as like, like whenever they would push him as just like this bad motherfucker. I don't know what it was. I just didn't buy that. Okay. But again, I thought he was bad. I I, I thought I this know. was fucking. Great though, I did like this very much. Um, a fucking neck neck breaker off the ropes, the el yeah. the X ropes like. Sorry, that looked like it hurt so bad. Oh yeah, Elix Skipper does this crossbody off the top onto her yeah. knees only off, off the top of the pillar. Off the top of the pillar, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable! That's one of the most insane things I've ever seen. It, the in hang my time life. on it, and it's nowhere near the end of the match. Yeah, I feel like they keep going for another like six minutes. They do, they do. You know, so that's I, how you do a spot fest and sell, Ray Phoenix. Honestly, yeah. You know who? Uh, what I would like to talk about though, and I don't even have a note about this. Let's talk about Ultimate X. Mm-hmm. Just as a concept, just so good. Like, what a brilliant fucking thing! Like, we're, we will talk about this as the show progresses. TNA don't always get everything right. Yeah. But when they get something right, they really get it right. Ultimate X is their greatest contribution to, like, wrestling because it hasn't been played out elsewhere. Because so few other places have the ability to put one on to mm -hmm. actually ring up, or ring up, rig up such a apparatus, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. almost anybody can do a ladder match, right? Buy a ladder and have something above it yeah. So few places can do an Ultimate X match, though. Mm-hmm. I, I love it so much. Just, that was so good. Um, I loved the it. The border toss. Outside of the ring. Looks like it killed Elix so Skipper just hard. be taking that high and tight bump on the outside because somehow fucking Nelson and Brian can't be bothered to fucking catch him. <laughs> Nelson? Which one is which? I'm sorry, Brandon. It's Nelson and Brandon. I don't which know. one do you think is which? I don't know who's even on the outside at this point. It's Loki and Homicide. 
Dude, Which Loki one's is Nelson? Nelson which dude. one's Brandon? Loki's Nelson, dude. I'm sorry, but you're wrong. Mm. Dang it. If you ever want to die, call either of them by those names. Why? Oh, evidently Homicide fucking hates it. And okay. I'm sure that Loki would take it way too seriously for someone who's 5'7", can't ride all the roller coasters at Six Flags. Like, Yes. I love whenever we can get that in. I love that. I love the fact that like he doesn't weigh enough <laughs> to fucking not require a booster seat in a car. Oh, okay. Sorry. Fuck Loki. Oh, my God. Yep. Um, so then when they play, Kurt Angle arrives at, at the uh, arena. Yes. Looking like a boss. Yes, he does. Kurt fucking Angle. And then my next note says, yes, Kevin Nash. There's Kevin Nash. Karen's arriving separately. Nash is looking like fucking Whistler from the Blade movies here. <laughs> and then... What a fucking card. Yeah. Because here they run down the card, I believe, and I was like, wow, this is pretty fucking stacked, really. To be honest, yeah. Uh, There's a promo up next with the Christian Coalition. Yes. Short hair Christian is weird. Yeah. He he does pull it off, but, like, it's just odd. But so is short hair AJ. Yeah. I did not care for it. Fair enough. And then Tomko. Yeah. Tom, I, I, Tom, I forgot Tomko was a thing. Uh, yes. Yeah, so this prompted uh, some in the hotel room research. Because I literally was like, is he dead? Oof. And everyone kind of giggled about it. I was like, no, I, I don't know. Spoiler, he's not. He retired from all wrestling in 2016. Uh, yeah. AJ is a stooge is kind of great. Yeah. He's very good at being dumb, if that makes sense. Flat Earther! Um, Christian is cutting this promo. Yes. And he's like, do you know why that is? He turns to AJ. "Do Do you know why that is? And AJ goes... Because of Samoa Joe, and then he he goes because of Samoa Joe, yeah. and cuts him off, and then as he's talking, I f- stayed looking at AJ, and he goes, yes, like he like <laughs> under his breath is like I got it right, <laughs> so good. As in he's given the right answer, even though it's still upsetting, but he's just like aha, yeah, yeah, okay. He like said it so that. sheepishly, but he's like yes, I got it right. I love that. That's funny as fuck. Um. Tomko looked like he was anywhere else. He yeah he had he was no like, interest in being here. <laughs> um, my next note. Oh good, a reverse battle royal thing. I was watching this with our dear friend Connor Hopkins. Yeah, and as it progressed and the rules were explained and I came to understand them, I became so annoyed. <laughs> Why? Okay. Before we even get into who is in this match, here are the rules. 16 men start in the or on the floor. You fight to get into the ring. Okay? Once 8 people are in the ring, the other 8 on the floor have to leave. Mm-hmm. The 8 that are in the ring are now throwing each other out of the ring. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. order of this comes into play, but the last 2 
have a match. Okay. Fine. This is to determine the seeding in a tournament that is going to start. Yeah. So if you're one of the eight people who can't get into the ring because you're a fucking idiot somehow, you're absolutely shit out of luck. If you're one of the eight people who get into the ring, but you're the first person to get thrown out, you are the number eight seed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which means that you would then fight the number one seed, as I can understand it. The number one seed is the person who wins the whole thing. However, because you're all on a level playing field when you come out there for the fucking thing in the first place, that means absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Stupid. It's fucking stupid. I hate it. I fucking hate it. Rikishi's in this match. Dude, that blew my mind. I had no memory of that ever happening. Uh, I think Connor told me he picked this because it's the last appearance that he has for the company. Okay. Which is amazing because there are there is a three to eight minute stretch of this where he stands somewhere and doesn't move. <laughs> And I kept making a note of it. I was like, no one's even gone near him. <laughs> like, he, he has not raised a foot. Yeah. I liked how he got eliminated, though. I don't remember. I, think I, uh, I don't remember. I don't remember exactly how it went, but I like that. I love Alex Shelley. Yeah, I have a note here. It says Motor City Machine Guns Rule. Fucking... Did you see Kip James Gear? N- Probably. I don't remember. It was like Mesh? the bikers. And then there was like a strip that went down to like Bell. Oh, like Easy Money style. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Real bad. Ugh. Anyway, so... It just um, says, these guys as a whole are trying, but this concept is stupid. They really are. They really did try. I, I liked this match. Once it got... Okay. Because they were doing all their finisher... They were doing sequences and, right. and like, big moves to try to eliminate people. Sure. Once it got down to the final two, I wrote down, if they lock up, I'm turning this off. <laughs> and they didn't, which is good. Uh, I have a note, and I don't remember why, but I made a note that just says, holy shit, Kaz's elimination. So it must have been something cool. I just don't remember why. I don't remember. And, oh, yeah. So then the last two, it's... Um, Eric Young versus Bobby Roode. Mm-hmm. And they... Okay. I think Connor pointed this out. When everyone was coming out for this at the beginning, they just walked out side by side. Yeah. They were evidently embroiled in, like, a blood feud at this point. So it's like, well, why are they... What? And then it came yeah. down to them at this point, and I was like, have they even interacted with each other? I don't understand. And then... How would you be able to... Like ah yeah I I don't I'd know be going but, for that person the whole sure time. why not what how I, I don't know uh, my note just says this was short but it was okay yeah my voice came down to them Ooh. I don't know who won I, I I know nothing I'm gonna Google the match times for these because mm. we like this segment where I make you guess numbers uh, my next note here just says Pac Man Jones ain't doing anything dude was this this video package was this the uh, this was a this promo. Weird... Oh, okay. I think where they were hyping the debut of Consequences Creed. Mm-hmm. Young man who would go on to have no success. Um, and then there's a promo in the back between Kurt and Karen Angle. Yeah, this this argument. 
was yeah. happening about um hold on this argument was happening like three feet away from where this promo was happening yeah at some, okay at some point uh pac-man jones says we live our lives every day like riding without a seat belt and they both look at each other for about a quarter of a millisecond and then they crack a smile and like truth has to like turn away they start laughing at that line, apparently. I don't know what that even fucking means. Why is that funny? We live our lives every day like riding without a seatbelt. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, what is the match time for the Ultimate X? Um, 10.40. 11.59. Alright. What was the Battle Royal time? From tip to tip, top to bottom, T to B. That's what it says. Yeah. Uh, sixteen fifteen. Eleven fifty one. Oh. Oh. Wow. Oh yeah. Oh no. Day bow bow. Oh yeah. That was. Day bow bow. Where did you get that from? I don't know. Where the hell did you get that from? <laughs> Oh, um, wow, that was good. Thank you. What is that from? Something, by the way, because that or, song. Yeah, yeah. No, it's some what? old song. I've never heard it before. I it used to be in like commercials and shit all the time. When I, was <laughs> okay. I, I, I wish I, I don't even know how to look it up. What am I going to type? Day bow bow. <laughs> oh yeah, you dude. There's like some software that can like pick Shazam? that up and be like, you can record it. You singing that, and right. it would pull up the song. Oh, yeah. Day bow bow. <laughs> Day bow bow. <laughs> Day bow bow. Day, uh, Day bow bow down to me. <laughs> Day bow bow down to the king. Um, bow down to the... I've also been working on a Lemmy. Yeah? Yeah. You're not even a mo- motorhead guy. I know. Which is funny. It's just kind of funny that, to do that. Evolution is a mystery! I sucked at WrestleMania 17! The Motorhead <laughs> performance at Mania 17 is bad. Okay. Anyways, moving on. So, AJ Styles rules is my next note. Because what is this? This is the... Tag title match. Oh yeah, AJ and Tomko... Versus decent theme for AJ here. Yeah. I like I like this one. Yeah. Versus um R Truth and Rashid Lucius Consequences Creed. Thank you. I made a note of that as well. Why? I don't know. Also, Consequences Creed going on to become Xavier Woods. Yes. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Our truth going on to not age. <laughs> Dude, he looks the same. He and moves the same. It's unbelievable. Like the he wakes up every day and drinks the blood of an orphan. <laughs> There's no other explanation. It's some but, weird I love how by that theory that that implies that blood of an orphan blood of an Jesus, blood of orphans yes. will keep you young. Like, that's a fact. I thought that it was. What? Huh? <laughs> it's either that or he's eating, like, fucking 
orca semen or something. I don't know. What it's does something that have that to just do? Preserves him. Have you been doing some research? Maybe. The wrong kind of scientific research, dude. I did my own research. Um, I did my own research. I anyway. I love this match, actually. I thought this was fun. Also, yeah. AJ's over as fuck here, despite being a heel, because they're like, oh, we're in Atlanta, and he's from... Um, God damn it, why can't I remember the name? It's not Atlanta. It's something Georgia. Fayetteville? Gainesville. Gainesville, Gainesville, Georgia. He's from Gainesville, yeah, Georgia. Yeah, that's it. Dude, uh, okay. That was dope. So I enjoyed this. At one point, Tomko does a military press and mm-hmm. then just drops him into the fallaway. I'm yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Give me more of that. Um. The tag finish looked like it hurt really bad. Oh, it's the magic killer. Yeah, but it looked like they did it really painfully. <laughs> um. The shooter to the outside. Uh, always impressive. Yeah. Also, the my, fact my, that Pac-Man Jones wasn't able to be in the match because the NFL was like, what are you doing? Stop it. After they had made him and Truth the tag champs. Yeah. yeah. It is incredible. Like, mm-hmm. I, I did want to say that like there was a lot of shit that people could talk about TNA, and one of them that never sat well with me, even when I was like a big, yes, please, TNA guy. Any celebrity. Mm-hmm. And I, I understand it, right? Like... Yeah. You're trying to get as much eyes on your product as possible. Of course. Sure. Any celebrity that even walk near them. We'll make you a focal point of our pay-per-views. We'll make you a champion. What do you want? Do you want an on-air personality? We got it. Like, it was a thing where I'm like, yeah. just use these people as they need to be or ought yeah. to be. Uh, my last note on this is that match kind of actually kind of ruled. I, I, I very much enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Karen gets interviewed. Um, Karen wants Nash to talk to Kurt. That is all that yeah, happens. That was it. After that, we're at Christopher oh, Daniels. Oh, right? oh, oh, wait! I'm <laughs> Hold sorry. on. During oh, this yeah. interview, during this interview, yep. There, Karen asks him like, "What are you gonna do?" or whatever. And <laughs> Kevin says, "Well, I'm not gonna wrestle. I don't know what you're smoking to think that could happen." I Amazing. love that. What I love a guy. that. <laughs> I love it. After this, X Division Championship time. It has a video package for this match. Very good, yeah. I, I, I noted that there was a video good. package for every match. Yeah. Love that. I love that. We've got the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels versus Jay Lethal. My first note on this match says, Chris Daniels somehow still does not get the credit that he fucking deserves. Mm-hmm. Which is honestly bullshit. Like... I don't think I've ever seen Daniels be bad. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that I've seen him have a bad match. I've seen him have matches that I wasn't necessarily like invested in. Sure. Yeah. But like I don't recall him having something bad. Like the dude is still he wrestled Brian Danielson on television this year, like a couple of weeks ago. Maybe oh, wow. maybe a month. Yeah. Like Hell yeah. And killed it. Still fucking killed it. Why is Jay Lethal so good at being other people? <laughs> I don't know, but the the best insult on him ever is that his best moments were, his, were when he's pretending to be someone else. Yeah. Um, I did not like this theme for Daniels. They used to have a very good beautiful people knockoff for him. Okay. And I didn't get I didn't care for the face paint. I didn't care for this version of the character where he keeps looking up to the sky and talking to 
presumably God. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a little eh for me, but yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's do some Macho Man impressions. Okay, okay. What what do I say? Man, I don't know. Man, I don't know. But something tells Macho Man that there's gonna be a betrayal of which he likes it. No one's ever seen. Oh yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, there's some people out here trying to be the Macho Man Randy Savage, and none of you can hold a candle to the excellence that is the Macho Man. When it comes to the crop, there is the cream, and when it comes to the cream, there is the creamiest. I am the creamiest and the meanest and the most machoist that has ever machoed or been a man. Oh, Jay Lethal, you think that you're something special? You ain't nothing but a little scrape of dirt on the macho man's boot! I'm coming to the ring right now to go to the top rope and give you the best finisher in the history of the industry! History beckons the macho man! Oh, yeah, dig it! Bone size ready. <laughs> that is how he said it in the movie. I don't know why, but anyway, yeah, that was good. Thank you. I didn't know how to come back from that without doing my own. Like, no, that was fun. Was weird. That was yeah, fun. yeah. Uh, I I I really dug this match. Fast paced. Big time. Lot I of loved cool, the start to this. Lot of cool, innovative shit. Um, offensively, yeah. There's a bizarre move late in it where I think Lethal has Daniels hooked for like a reverse DET and then hooks a leg and in essence pops him up into like a wheelbarrow face buster thing. Yeah. Awesome. I've never seen that before or after. It was never. crazy fucking cool. Yeah. Very good. Uh, I don't remember what it was, but a great finish. Uh, avalanche lethal injection. So the lethal injection is like um like a, a STO into a backbreaker into a flatliner. Yeah. Okay. And he hits that off the top. So like oh, off okay, the yeah, top yeah, into yeah, the yeah. backbreaker into the flatliner. Crowds up. Love that. Yeah. Crowds Crowd up. Is, uh, unreal. Chris Daniels hits that beautiful Death Valley driver at some point in yeah. this. Oh, and then the best literally best moonsault ever. My note verbatim says beautiful Death Valley driver. Mine says incredible Death Valley Driver. That was very God. close, yeah. We're almost in sync. Did there. you have a period at the end? Uh exclamation point. Ooh, okay. I was okay. very I love the moved. Death Valley Driver. I was driver. moved by it. That's why I was like, beautiful Death Valley Driver. I love a good DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Folks. And I buy Blu-rays as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> God damn it. Fun My fact, did you know that the, the, the DVD into the corner was called the Blu-ray? Oh, that's that's neat. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, after this, th- what would be the four K, dude? Off the top into the corner. <laughs> what? You, you just jump out and dump them backwards. No, no, no. From. What you do is you jump. Yeah. But at the exact same time, you hook your feet on the top rope and swing down. Oh my Into God. the corner. <laughs> what if it was just like the brain busta, but a Death Valley driver? So on the top rope, and then you... Yeah, and then just dump them into the top turnbuckle and drop them. You know what? Fuck it. I'm trying it this weekend. That's the 4K. <laughs> hey, you cool taking the 4K? <laughs> this is What is that? I'll call it out to you. I'll call it out I there. I call this the Shout Factory. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea. You cool taking the 4K? Mm-hmm. What is that? It's better than the uh, Blu-ray. 
Uh, me and Hart and I were talking today about the idea of someone's finish being an unprotected chair shot. <laughs> hey, what do you want to do out there today? Uh, you know, like, something easy. Just put me over clean, if you would. Uh, maybe duck one unprotected chair shot. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I don't want to do... That's my finish. Man. Yeah, it's my finish. Don't, you know, don't make it That's look... That's your finish? Don't what? make my finish look like shit. Can I put a hand up? No. No, that would be the protected chair shot. That's my signature. I want to. Yeah, put... that's that's the false. What are you thinking? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Dude, the way you said that made it so much funnier. What are you thinking? Is <laughs> <laughs> it like Wait. don't don't you dare? Think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? <laughs> god damn it! Woo. Oh my god, this this. This pen is just going to be a regular thing now. Yeah, for pen's, pen's got to be a thing. Because this is great. <laughs> because what's also great is this next segment where we have this interview with the Steiner Brothers where Scott Steiner cannot stop from screaming, <laughs> Fat asses! Dude, he says, Fat asses! 48 times. And every time it's fucking funny. Yeah. Like, as this was going on, I was like, "Is are they in on the joke? I looked at, I don't know why I was looking at other people on the, like, during the promo, the other people that weren't talking. I was looking at Rick Steiner. I swear to God the motherfucker was mouthing Scott's promo. That wouldn't surprise me. I guarantee it. So I, I, I think that I've referenced this a couple of times on this show, but I want to, like, give a couple of real quick things here. I was on a show with Steiner Brothers. Yeah, yeah. They were in a four-way tag with some of my best friends, but Scott Steiner... There's a couple great stories there, There's from some this. unbelievable stories from this, but I want to pref- make something very clear that plays into this promo and a match on this show. I... Do not think that Rick Steiner's brain is above 50% functional <laughs> and has not been for a long time. Why? So, okay. The show that I was on with the Steiners. Okay. I'm walking past them planning this match out with three other teams. So this is clearly not their bag, baby, right? Scott is the one doing the talking. And at one point, I overhear him say, yeah, then my brother will come in and do his dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Is just fucking hilarious. But then, yeah. past that, the whole night, everyone keeps going up, hey, Scott, family show. Just so you know, family show. Got it. Family show. Got it. Just watch the language, you know, family show. Yeah, man, I got it. The end of the match is happening. Bumps Marcus Crane, calls for the Steiner screwdriver, and as he step or not screwdriver, I'm sorry, Crane wanted to take the Steiner screwdriver, oh, pitched it, and Scott said no. Of course, which is good on Scott. Steps over him for the Steiner recliner, and on the family show <laughs> that he's been reminded of every 20 minutes for the entire days of family show, just screams, "I'm the baddest motherfucker of all time." I was there for this. I don't remember that happening. Oh. I'm so upset. I'm sorry that you don't remember it, because I remember it clearly, and my eyes getting real big, being like, no one's going to say anything to him, are we? <laughs> Probably not. And then that was the end of the match. But, um, so anyways, 
during said match, Rick Steiner, who apparently didn't know or care as to what was going on, got off the apron and just started walking around the ring. <laughs> I don't okay. know why. He didn't I don't recall him fucking with anyone else that was on the apron for, you know, the other corners. But yeah. So I don't think that Rick is there based on the way that Scott was around him, the way that Rick was that night, and the way that Rick was in the match, and the way that Rick is in this promo, and in this match on this show. Yeah. there, There's a gap happening between his ears. A gapping, if you will. Yes. But just, yeah. Fat asses! Fat asses! I mean, that's not bad. That's pretty good. Bubba Dudley, you and your fat ass! Like... I'm going to stick my size 12 boot so far up your ass, you're going to be flossing with my shoelaces. That's a real line. Mm-hmm. It's a really good one, too. Um, so, okay. I only have a couple notes about this match. So we're yeah. at the Stein... Okay, so this is the Steiner Bros versus Team 3D. Yeah. Two out of three falls table match. Cool concept. I'm actually on board with this, okay? So, Steiner comes out to what sounds like his music from both WCW and the WWE. <sighs> I thought the same thing. So, these were my these were my thoughts on this. So, the siren, mm-hmm. you can't own that. Yeah. That's just a siren. That music, is that stock music, or is it just so similar that I can't tell the difference? And seemingly, probably, neither can it's you. It's probably so similar, to Because if you hear Booker T's theme music from TNA, it's yeah. like, guys. Really? That's, yeah. If oh, I, I, did, I, I didn't know that, yeah. That's remember, interesting. Let me, let me look it up. Hold on. Um, this would be interesting. Yeah, please pull that up while I read a couple of th- quick notes here. Rick Steiner, Track Pants. Dude, okay, I didn't. I, did, I didn't expect him to be wearing the fucking tights. I guess. So but now, like... here's my note on Rick. He looks like a retired dad whose midlife crisis is trying out mat wrestling. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> like that's just the thing he's trying today. I'm just gonna read my last two notes on this. Frankensteiner. Holy shit. Yeah. And my last note. Steiner Bros win. I did not pay attention to this. Uh, uh, it was fine. A lot of brawling. I know that. Uh, after this, there's it's a... It's a little long. Yeah. Oh, it, it, which reminds long. me. Damn it. What's the time for Tomco and friends? Oh, <laughs> uh, nine minutes. 8.48. That's pretty close. Fuck yeah. That's pretty close. 12 seconds off. Um... Uh, Lethal and Christopher Daniels? Uh, it seemed long, but I bet it wasn't. I'm going to say that's a solid 10-20. 11-02. Okay. I'm, I'm not that far off, I guess. All right, and the Steiner Brothers in Team 3D? 14. 12-43. Oof. Mm-hmm. Um, my next note on this, there's a knockout promo. <laughs> Man, that's really close. 
It's yeah. definitely faster. It's definitely it, honestly. It sounds like the same song just sped up. It's slightly different in the melody and the chord progression, but like it's, it's so it's similar. Very fucking close. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so there's a Knockouts promo, uh, featuring yes. Talia Madison, who is not yet Velvet Sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so here's the thing that I thought was interesting about this. So this is a gauntlet match to be the first ever champ. Yeah. It's Rumble Rules until the last two. Mm-hmm. They Correct really love it. if that. I'm wrong. Yeah, didn't we already do this once on this fucking show? They love it. They love I, it in TNA. But here's the thing. I love that concept. Yeah. I do think that's a cool concept to have. Maybe not do two on one fucking show, though, guys. Especially not where one is for your inaugural championship and the other one is for the seeding in a tournament <laughs> that nobody could fucking care about. Yeah. Um, do you have any notes on this? Because I, I kind of kept track of this one, actually. Uh, At this point, by the way, I was back home and watching the show home. So. At one point... I don't remember when this was. I think this was... The, yeah, this was like the promo thing beforehand. Awesome Kong... What I can only describe as yips into the camera. And it's yeah. Not... It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, it's not great. But anyway, so... It's time for this Battle Royal thing, or whatever. They... There's some science here. There's a lot of science here. Uh, yeah. So Tracy Brooks and Jacqueline start. Mm-hmm. Shelly Martinez, otherwise known as Ariel, is out next. I made a note of this. There is, even for this fucking place, a gratuitous tit shot during uh, yeah, Shelly Martinez's I that entrance. I, I noted it. To such a degree where I had to look at Megan and be like, did you see that? She's like, huh? And I had to rewind it. Um, Kong is out next. At this point, I made a note of what are these fucking intervals. Dude, they get shorter. They get shorter. I figured it out. They're not accounting for entrances. Okay. They legit, the moment that that thing goes, that clock starts. Okay. So if your music has a 40 second intro, too bad. Yeah. Okay. It blew my mind because you can tell that they are adjusting. They're trying to run a spot in between entrances and no one is aware that like the clock starts from buzzer to buzzer. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, Kong gets in the ring, and or Kong takes forever to get to the ring. Yeah. And then doesn't do anything until the next entrance. It's crazy. Kong Kong, Kong will kill people. Yeah. And it's kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. Such is the name. So... Angel Williams, who would go on to become Angelina Loves in this. ODB is in this. Mm-hmm. Chrissy Hemi is in this. And that's yeah. one where I was like, she's had a wild career. Yeah. At one point, she was on TNA Creative. What? Yeah. Okay. She was also there way longer than I knew. Like, I had it looked up or whatever. Like, she was there until, like, 2014. Okay. Yeah. Talia Madison, who would go on to be Velvet Sky, is in this. Roxy Laveau, who was Nikki Rocks on the Independence and, like, in Shimmer and stuff. Okay. Is in this. Uh, Gail Kim, and then, um, okay, so let's see, it comes down to Gail and Roxy, they're the last ones. Yes. Did you notice, um, on Awesome Kong's, uh, elimination, that her top <laughs> comes completely up to such a degree that it is blurred out, but for whatever reason, that edit is left on the show. 
<laughs> it, how that happened. Not, how could you not notice it? That how happened, and I was like, what the fuck? And I like, it. I was like, there's no huh? way I saw that. And I go, I'm pretty positive <laughs> that Honor Elimination Kong's top just came up, and they just Dude. blurred it rather than edit it. <laughs> okay, but here's my question. How does that top hook? Because Dude, that so I, I rewind, I rewind, and that... I hit play, and Meg looks up, and I go, her top comes almost completely <laughs> off. And Meg's exact response was, and I quote, how? <laughs> and then we watched it, and that shit fucking happens. Dude, it's gotta be, how is it hooked? Because the whole thing Is it thing just a shirt? Up, like, I don't... I don't know! It looks like this, like, unhooked... It looks like armor. It's, it looks like it's pretty firm. But... Guess not. It comes all the way up. Like, I was... <laughs> oh my god. Astounded by this. I rewound it so many times because it's so funny, dude. <laughs> and also, why is why is that on the final cut of this? Like, by the way, this show is on YouTube in its entirety. One video uploaded by TNA. Why is that still? God damn it! I don't care. Um. Anyways, it comes down to Gale and Roxy. Yep. They do a good elimination. Kong looks great in this match, and then they mm-hmm. do a good elimination for her. Uh, Gale Kim wins. She's the first champ, which to me is the right call. I dug Perfect. it. Perfect. <laughs> okay. So now I have this bit that I'm going to do. Oh, God. Normally I wouldn't call it a bit before I do it, but I don't sure. who cares. So I'm going to do my Brian Alvarez voice. We go then to the back where Nash talks to Kurt... Kurt calls Nash a pussy. And then he says, I gotta go take a big, nasty Nash. He calls Nash a shit. That's basically what he means here. That is the best way I could sum up that segment. You remember more about it than I do, because I just made a note that said there's a promo with Nash and Kurt. I didn't even listen to it. He literally says, I gotta go take a big, nasty Nash. Yes! Holy fuck. It's unbelievable. Uh, the next match, Samoa Joe versus Christian. <laughs> Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. The Samoan Submission Machine. Yeah, um, I like their style of video package. I do too. It's kind of unique. I like it. Uh, Matt Morgan as the <laughs> special enforcer here. Why? I don't know. <laughs> uh... I, I, we talked about this on a recent episode, but like Matt Morgan's a guy where it's like, okay, that motherfucker's almost seven feet tall and looks like that and was signed to the Fed, and you guys still fired him. How bad do you have to fucking be? I don't know, Fuck, man. man. Dude, the announcer says, <coughs> this is Samoa Joe versus Christian, special enforcer Matt Morgan in a match where there must be a winner. Right. As opposed to what? What? Else. Because every other match where it's like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe someone wins. I was so confused. <laughs> um, Matt Morgan comes out yeah. mm-hmm. to the music from the menu for the Forever Hardcore DVD. <laughs> I'm not lying. Mm-hmm. It's awful. There's, okay. I, I, I was agog at that. I was like, there's no fucking way. Um, Christian's entrance gear. Yeah. The big fucking pajamas and I shit. I fucking love it. I do too. It, I it's very it good. I love it so much. 
Christian uh, is so good. He truly is. Uh, Joe's entrance. I loved it. Yeah. With with the dancers or fire... I, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. At it one point, great. they... With, to their mouth, yeah. fire. Like, yeah. right there. Yeah. Their mouth, fire. Mouth fire. Yeah. How? <laughs> so good. Um... One of my notes here just says, this is real good. I loved it. This is probably this my is favorite so match on the card. good. I was so hyped for this when I found out this was on the show. Because yeah. I love Christian. Yeah. And I am going through a Samoa Joe kick. Sure. He beats the fuck out of people. What's not to love? Right. I was so... Ha- At one point, Joe, he Joe is, doesn't Joe is that moving in this match. kills Christian. Oh, yeah. Is it the smash in the corner, just jump, fucking smoke I your ear? I think so, yeah. So good. Just, Joe dies on the dive, always. And then he I, dies I love, I love Joe's more. dive through the ropes because it looks like a flying forearm. Yeah. I love that, rather than just, I'm just going to dive out and put my hands up thing. No one it ever looks catches like, him. <laughs> no. And it just looks like he's just trying to fucking throw an elbow. I love it. Um, and he does the over-the-top dive later and absolutely and gets dude, nothing. Oof. Can't, I can't be for you there. Me. Yeah. Joe, which how do you catch? Right. Anyway, um, great sequences, just good offense in this match. Combo, the pace, the pace, big Joe, time. Joe is big time. moving, especially Joe, because hey, Christian will do that to you. Yeah. Um, there's a, a lariat from Joe at one point late in this too, where <laughs> I was like, "Hoofty." We both did the same thing. Um. Okay, so then Styles and Tomko come out, and then they Matt Morgan fights them off. Yeah, that's all Matt Morgan does ever. Yep. While the refs distracted with that for some reason, low blow on prettier. Huge falsy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why did Which I even I now think that that was the finish? Because it's that convincing. But I bought it. I was like, holy shit, muscle buster. Choke. Tap That's out. right. Oh my god. I. <laughs> so my last note on this, I love this match. This match was fantastic. But my so last good. note on this, I don't remember this because I actually thought Christian never lost in TNA. Wow. Because that was part of the build for this. They reference it on commentary and in the video package and whatnot. But then I was like, I don't remember him ever fucking losing there and I think this might be it. I definitely don't remember him ever getting pinned. Which, yeah. I mean, the difference is negligible, but who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, I was I was shocked by that. I, I said out loud, holy shit. Yeah. I just looked at that note. It's such a good falsy, I forgot that it was a falsy. <laughs> and reviewing my notes. I watched this last night. What am I right. on about? Um... So good. My last note is Great that match. was awesome. Oh, I loved it. There's a promo with Nash and Sting afterwards. Yeah. Don't remember. More about how personal Kurt made the feud. Right. They're really trying they're really trying to make this dramatic. Oh, big time. At one point Sting's like, What do you care about or whatever? And Nash goes, He's all I have or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my god. This is they're really trying to make this matter. Big time. Uh, after that, we got Monsters Ball. This Raven versus Abyss versus Black Rain, aka Dustin Rhodes versus Rhino. What happened? 
I don't know. This is an alternate reality. This is an alternate reality. This okay. can't be. Why? I don't remember any of this happening. Oh, okay. What? Do you not remember Black Rain? Never. Oh, wow. Yeah. He carried a rat to the ring that he was obsessed with. Like, yeah. I, just, I don't know why. I just don't remember Goldust being gone. It wa- it This wasn't very long-lived. That's also, he fair. had two separate runs in TNA. I know. I knew that. Yeah. I, I knew he'd been in when TNA he was Dustin, before. Yeah. I thought that was it. <laughs> nope. Okay. This one was pretty short-lived, but yeah. Um, I this they're, was fine. I fighting before Abyss is even out. Yeah, there was. I I had a note here. There was some fun, pretty wild stuff in this, but nothing like crazy. And uh, I love the black hole slam. Yeah. My only notes on this. It was fun. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Um, Abyss one, I think. Yeah. James Mitchell is making the most cartoonish face. Oh yeah. About Abyss time. winning. So, before we get into the main event of the main event, mm-hmm. I want to do us a little favor. Okay. What are you thinking? I'm going to wind the clocks back just a bit. Okay. To one of the greatest moments in the history of this podcast. And that was Tom Reed's The Lineage of the WCW Championship. Okay. Now, before we get into the main event of the main event, which is Sting versus Kurt Angle for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship, I decide, you know what? Let's bring this shit back. Folks, I'm about to read you the history, the lineage of the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. I'm strapped in. I want to make a couple things clear here very quickly. One, this is actually starting in 2007, This, the year of the show that we are covering, because... The world title that TNA had used up until this point was the NWA Championship. Yes. This was when they decided we were going to cut ties with the NWA and create our own world title. So that is where we are starting. Okay. At a future point on this podcast, I may read the lineage of the NWA world title. It's always interesting to see. And sometimes funny. Long time. Sometimes funny to see. Now... If you'll excuse me for just one second as I take a sip here. I'm sorry. It was me this time. Thank you. Okay. Now, we shall begin. Okay. The inaugural TN... Oh, by the way, I'm going to read this until this Wikipedia listing ends. If this transcends into when they change the name of TNA to just Impact or whatever the fuck it is now... So be it. Here we go. The inaugural TNA World Heavyweight Champion was, would you care to guess? In 07? In 07. May 13th of 2007. Oh, shit. When was this show? June. June. I think. I just picked that out of the air. I I don't know. Kurt Angle. The answer is Kurt Angle. Okay. Angle defeated then-NWA World Heavyweight Champion Christian Cage and Sting in a three-way match to become the inaugural champion after the NWA executive director stripped Christian Cage of the World Championship and ended their business relations with TNA earlier that day. Oof. So that was May 13th of 2007. On May 14th of 2007, the title was then vacated. You're you're lying. I'm not. 
Angle was stripped of the championship due to a double fall result of the three-way match at Sacrifice. This episode aired on a tape delay on May 17th. After that, from May 14th, we go to June 17th, where the title is won by Kurt Angle. Okay. So what's the Angle point? defeated AJ Styles, Chris Harris, Christian Cage, and Samoa Joe in a King of the Mountain match to win the vacant championship. After the event, Angle's reign and vacancy were no longer recognized and thus is viewed to be the start of the title's history. TNA counted Angle's previous reign to his credit without detailing why, giving loose recognition towards that reign. Why bother? I, I can't. This is the limit of my knowledge. <laughs> Angle would hold it until October 14th when he lost it to Sting at Bound for Glory. Spoiler. Sorry. Sting would then lose it back to Kurt Angle okay, in October of, of 07. Samoa Joe would win it in April of 08. Okay. Sting won it from Joe in October of 08. I didn't realize Joe had that long of a run, but okay. Sting would lose it to Mick Foley in yeah. April of 2009. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Foley would lose it to Kurt Angle in June of 09. 09 TNA is, is my the peak of my Brian and Vinny fandom. Okay. Uh, AJ would beat Kurt Angle in a four-way match that also involved Matt Morgan and Sting. Oops. Oof. <laughs> Sounds awful. <laughs> so AJ wins it in September of 09. He loses it in April of 2010 to Rob Van Dam. Okay. In August of 2010, the title is then vacated. Oh my god. <laughs> due to Rob Van Dam suffering a storyline injury. Wow. Wow. The title was then won by Jeff Hardy in October. Okay. He lost it to Mr. Anderson in January of 2011. <laughs> Jeff won it back in February. <laughs> Jeff lost it to Sting in February of 2011. I believe that's the infamous, yeah, victory road. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds right. Sting would lose it to Mr. Anderson in June. Sting would win it back in July. Kurt Angle would win it in August. James Storm won it October 18th, 2011. Bobby Roode won it in October 26th of 2011. So James Storm's run was a week. Okay. Let's see. Bobby Roode won it in October of 2011. Austin Aries Mm. wins it July 8th of 2012. He would lose it in October of that year to Jeff Hardy. Bully Ray would win it in March of 2013. Chris Sabin. Beat Bully Ray in July of 2013. I remember this happening. That's right, guys. Chris Saban, former TNA World Heavyweight Champion. Bully Ray would win it back August 15th. The day before my birthday. There you go. 2013. AJ Styles would beat Bully Ray in October. The title was then vacated. God damn it. TNA President Dixie Carter announced via Twitter that AJ Styles has been stripped of the championship due to a contract dispute. Styles continued to carry around the championship belt, proclaiming himself champion in said storyline. Magnus. Yeah. Yeah, dude. AJ Styles in December of 2013. 
let's see. Du, 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 du. Nothing worth noting here. All right. Eric Young wins it April 10th of 2014. Lashley wins it in June of 2014. Bobby Roode gets it back September 2014. Lashley wins it back January 2015. Kurt Angle back on top January 31st, 2015. Ethan Carter III takes it in June. Matt Hardy in October. Of 2015. The title was then vacated. Yeah. yeah vacated dude. due to a legal injunction filed by Ethan Carter III as part of the storyline. I love that that's part of the thing. Here. I love it. Ethan Carter III wins it. Holy shit. This January 5th. The belt was vacated from October 6th to January 5th. So almost three months with no champion. Jesus. Oh my god. Okay. Three months of a vacation. A three-month vacation. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Ethan Carter III wins it January 5th. Matt Hardy wins it January 8th. Okay, three days. Yeah. Drew Galloway wins it March 15th of 2016. Mm-hmm. Lashley wins it in June of 2016. There's a massive thing here. Hang on. Lashley wins in a knockout or tap-out match only. Lashley also won the X-Division Championship, defeating then-champion Eddie Edwards in a title-versus-title steel cage match. Holy shit. Lashley also won the TNA King of the Mountain Championship by defeating James Storm in a title-versus-titles match. The following day, Lashley retired the King of the Mountain Championship and vacated the X-Division Championship. What a... Fucking baller. Bobby Lashley and AJ Styles are the only people to have been X Division and WWE champion. Well. Alright, back to the thing. Eddie Edwards wins the world title in October of 2016. Lashley wins it back in January of 2017. Alberto El Patron, fuck you, wins it July of 2017. The title was then vacated. Yeah. Due to Alberto El Patron's suspension. Interesting. Probably for sucking. Eli Drake wins it in August of 2017. I had no memory of that happening at all. Me neither. Um, Austin Aries won it back. Holy fuck, I didn't know this either. Austin Aries wins it back January of 2018. Pentagon Jr. As in Pentagon LS Curo or whatever the fuck. Wins it in April of 2018. Austin Aries wins it back two days later. Johnny Impact wins it in October. Brian Cage in April of 2019. Sammy Callahan, October of 2019. Tessa Blanchard. I remember this. Wins it in January of 2020. I do remember that. The title was then vacated. Yeah. After a period of inactivity during which Blanchard missed multiple tapings due to COVID-19 related travel restrictions, her contract was terminated by Impact Wrestling and she was stripped of the title. Oof. It was then won by Eddie Edwards. He drops it to Eric Young in August of 2020. It was then run by Rich Swan. Swan defeated Moose to unify the TNA World Heavyweight Championship, which was officially sanctioned as a separate title with the Impact Championship. Okay. Weird. 
The TNA title was deactivated while the Impact title became briefly known as the Impact Unified World Championship before reverting to Impact World Championship. Swan would carry both belts to represent the championship. It was then dropped to Kenny Omega, which I remember that happening. Yeah. April 25th of 2021. Then to Christian Cage in August of 2021. That match is incredible. I saw that match. That was incredible. That was just fucking great. It's the first episode of uh, Rampage. Oh, yeah. Christian would drop it to Josh Alexander, who would drop it to Moose on the same night. Just a Moose! Just a few minutes later. Who would then lose it back to Josh Alexander. And that brings us up to current time in the TNA Championship history lineage of the world. Not enough vacations. I was kind of shocked. I thought there would be so many more. There's what, Especially four, in maybe? 09, dude. Yeah. Wow. That was good. I like no, that. That was fun. Uh, so, main Wait, event time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had... Okay. First of all, so we watched this on YouTube because right. we're up... Upla- so many fucking ads. Yeah. Oh, my God. Not even Peacock hates me that much. Are we going to talk about Angle's Lunatic Fringe rip-off theme song? We can. I very and much enjoy it. It's very fucking good, but still. Like, nobody can tell me... I remember very clearly... Being at uh, Lou's one night with Burnett and being like, oh no, it's a rip off of a song. Yeah, I, like, I remember that night, yeah. What? And I had to play. song rules big time it does both Kurt Angle's TNA theme and Lunatic Friends by Red Rider that was a lot of music happening right it was I, love and it. I accidentally had my phone way too close to the microphone at the beginning of that so sorry oh, about that but I'll f- suffer with you because I listen to the shows oh it'll be fine <clears throat> um wait what, what, what was the yeah it'll be fine what was it? No, oh, I can't no, the, no, the, the GIF thing? Yeah, that'd yeah, um, be fine. That, it's... Uh, not bad. It was some, something like, there was two words. Something, nah, that's fine. That's that's fine. Yeah. Probably that's fine. Um, I don't remember, I don't know. Anyways. Anyway, um... So they lock up. <laughs> yeah. 
And this is supposed to be this dramatic, you hit my kid, you argue with my wife feud. It was like this personal thing. They were so worried about what Sting was going to do to Angle. Yeah, and it's just wrestling, yeah. And they wrestle. Uh, So, what Angle's shape here, by the way. Big time. Holy shit. Um, So, the crazy thing is, I start watching this, right? And I'm like, I know these guys had several matches in this company. Mm-hmm. I only remember two things that ever happened between these two. They are both in this <laughs> fucking match. Yeah, so when the yeah. one happened, I was like, oh, wow. When the other one happened, I was like, oh, my God. I love this match. I do, too. It took a little bit the, to get going. The, but the like, start like, yeah. really no, I agree. make sense, but... Uh, Sting keeping up with Angle here honestly yeah. impresses the ever-living fuck out of me. I think I like so, Sting more post-WCW than I ever would have yeah, prior. Yeah, that's probably fair. Same here, honestly. Um, so, Kurt yeah. gets on the top rope, right? Yeah, he do. <laughs> yeah, he do. Now, hang on. Before we get to there, though, just a couple things. Okay. Crowd is up. Big time, huge up for this. We got to run. They in. do a really good job of making this feel really fucking big. I agree. Uh, we got to run in from Karen. We've got to run in from Nash. Mm-hmm. And then, then my good friend, we've got Sting down. We've got Angle on the top rope. When he put him down and started going through the cord towards the corner, I'm thinking moonsault. Sure. <laughs> Why wouldn't you think that? Tom, that's not what happened. It's sure not. What happened, Braden? Um, what can only be described as a 450, not a 450, 50. I'd call it a 450 knee drop. It's a fucking front flip double knee stomp thing. It looks was he so, going for a 450? So painful. Was he going for a 450? Oh, he was. Dude, how perked up do you have to be to be like, you know what? I'm just going to do a 450 tonight. I'm pretty sure that he tried this more than once. I'm pretty sure he got the 450 at one point. No way. I'm not certain, but like I think that did happen. God. Just goddamn, man. There was a really good ref. There was a, oh, So the ref got bumped. And some shit happened. And then... There's a falsy where the ref gets pulled, and I'm thinking, okay, guys, how many things are going to fucking happen? Right. And then, so, Kurt Angle goes for the bat, swings it at Sting. So this is the other one. Sting does not quite catch it. (coughs) And And it catches him right in the fucking forehead. And busts him open. Big time. And even, I had always heard that this was like a shoot bat. I had heard somewhere that it was a prop deal, but it's but still my thing a is even if it's a prop bat that's made out of like hurt. rubber or something, yeah, yeah, holy fuck, man, like that's still gonna be awful. Yeah, it's honestly more badass for Sting to get hit in the fucking dome with a bat and just shrug it off than it would have ever been for him to catch it. Why do I recognize this? conversation i feel like i've listened to this episode of brian and Vinny. maybe because 
That sounds so familiar. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just a common thought then. I, I don't well, know. Uh, I feel like Brian or someone just said that exact thing. That is true. It, it is way cooler to get hit with a bat and be like, he can do his like chest beat. I think we talked about it on this show too, because I remember being like, yeah, you know, if you want to be cool, go out and hit your friends in the head with a fucking bat. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I, I encourage children to have violence against each other. That can't go wrong in any way. What, what could possibly happen? Sponsor us, don't forget. Um, the blood. Yeah. The blood helped this so much. And then uh, my last two notes here just say, amazing finish. That was legit fantastic. I actually yeah. really fucking liked this match. I thought, my initial thought coming off it was like, it might have been a little overbooked. Sure. But honestly, upon like reflecting for a day, I kind of think it helped it a little bit. Yeah. Because it just went all in batshit. Also... Which made it kind of awesome. Shockingly, I don't think anything else on this card was overbooked. I don't think anything else even really dipped its toe in batshit. Yeah? Everything else on this was pretty much straightforward. Yeah, the only other thing was that, like, little run-in that Matt Morgan... Right. But, like, that wasn't really Like, there was a a small bit of shenanigan, sure, but, like, yeah... Yeah, I don't know. I overall, I loved this show. Same. This, this was like big, I know Connor good. recommended this and was like, "This has everything" or whatever. But like, he's a rube, so you know. Yeah, I picked the show, and I told you that it has everything, and I'm <laughs> right, and Connor's not right. No, overall, I I enjoyed this uh, big time, guys. This is available for free on YouTube. I would highly recommend. Honestly, Seek it there, out, there's yeah. not much on this I didn't like. Yeah, one of the better TNA shows I've seen. Um. Got anything you want to plug? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I do either. Um, now what? Uh, I don't know. You know, like, I appreciate you guys and everything, like the fans. Yeah, the people. The people. The people, if they will, if you will. There's just so much pressure to come up with, like, ways to end these episodes, and it's just like, you know what? I'm just going to say goodbye. We'll see you next time, and we'll see you in hell. God damn it.